Welcome, everyone, to Desperado, a Q&A session. My name's Tibet Boyer. I'm the voice of Shinji. Uh, obviously, here today, we oh, have... Uh, sorry. sorry. Killing it. Absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> sorry. My name is Tammy, and I play Talia, and she's awesome. Uh, my name is Sammy, Sammy Suisi. I am the voice of Elio. Uh, and the creator of Desperado. And we just wanted to make this brief episode as kind of a wrap-up to our season one finale. Yay! Clappity clap. Um, and <laughs> so to kind of start things off before we get into the questions, um, just for some context, I guess this show originally started a year ago. It's been almost a full year and now, you know... It's been more than a year. come to the end of season one. Yeah, a little more than a year. Uh, and it's crazy that we've gone this far. So just kind of an opener, you know, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your support. Uh, the Desperado fan base is few but strong, and, and we appreciate everyone that listens and hope you continue to spread the joy and, and sadness and kind of weird melancholy of the show that we all, I think, really like to make. So thank you guys for, for supporting us. Yeah, I, I don't know. The, I don't think I would have been able to carry on. Uh, all that work without just all that feedback and, and the fan art is always fucking mind-blowing though the fact that people just sit down and draw uh stuff that i've written is fucking amazing yeah it's it's incredible it's a crazy feeling something i, I never thought would ever happen so that's awesome uh our first question is really for sammy what was the hardest element of sound design to do if i if i if i were to pick a specific the hardest things to design were definitely the spells most of them took days to figure out because um, you have to layer all the different takes, figure out which rhythm, like which rhythm feels the best, add the music with them sometimes, sound effects. It's, yeah, they were particularly complicated, but they were by far the most satisfying to get done. It was just, it's just so cool to listen to it back. Was there like one episode that was like particularly difficult oh, to do? Oh, fuck episode 14. <laughs> Fuck episode 14. Clear distaste for it, yeah. Fuck this shit. And then the fucking inner monologue. I knew. I was just setting myself up. Oh, great answer. You know, I think we've we've all got a, a, a distaste. Uh, weirdly, a question we didn't get, but it feels like... We all nice fucking time. hate episode 14, apparently. What is that about? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, we all have a distaste. The worst. You know, hard, worst episodes are a big one, but, like, what are people's, like, Worst and you know, Rose and Thorn, best like favorite app, least favorite episode. Uh, Tammy, do you want to take it away? All right, uh, let's start with my least favorite episode. And I'm looking at Sammy, and Sammy knows why this is my least favorite episode because when he gave me the script to read, um, you how many times did had I threaten you? A year to prepare. You That's... had you, I sent you the outline a year ago, ma'am. Okay. Don't cover just, your face. <laughs> okay, can I just explain something to all the people listening here? So yes, you gave us an outline. And yes, I was mentally prepared. So the outline and the execution were actually two different things. Because in the outline, pretty sure Samar was meant to just sort of like fade into the ether. And that's fine. Don't mean the girl is dead. On this episode, you killed her, and you expected me to be okay with this? Like, oh yeah, this is fine. Tammy, who's not emotional at all, will be totally fine with this. No. I read that and literally had to put my phone down and stare at the wall, like ceiling and question life. Like, what? No, no, you don't, you don't get to kill her. You don't, you just don't, man. Anyway, 
So yes, my my <laughs> the episode, my least favorite episode is the final episode because Samara is dead, and I don't like this. I don't. I look, Sammy. Look at me in the face as I tell you this. I don't like this. It's not a vibe. It is not a vibe. I don't like it. Uh, I'll put a disclaimer about spoilers in there. Yeah, I was about to say, we should should have said said spoilers at the top. Uh, Great. Tammy, do you have a rose, a favorite ep? Weird enough, my favorite episode is the one where I'm on the boat. And we're just sort of... Really? Yeah, because it's like beginning dynamics. It's, you know, find out that Talia is like a very hands-on kind of person. You realize that Shinji is not as like closed off as he is and elio elio is just being elio which is you know fine and everyone loves him anyway because he's a giant himbo and we love him uh it's like friends starting to be friends and i think that's really sweet and nice and oh that's cute yeah yeah we were just sort of like trying it out and it was it was just really nice i think for me my like favorite I think my favorite episode, just in general, is... Tibet can't find an answer. Tibet hates this fucking show. I hate this show. I fucking hate it. Get me up. No, I think, I think, my, I think my favorite episode is, is the one where uh, Shinji is, like, bedridden. And when he's, he's totally out of commission. Oh. And it's like, I didn't have to do a lot for that episode. I, was, uh, I think that's the one where I, I talk... Shinji talks a bit about his time kind of training with the other person with wings. But um, Leo, yeah, yeah, Leo. Um, but I don't know. That up was like really sweet because it felt like it was a time to like see kind of how his friends worked without him and to see kind of you know how much they missed him and stuff and worried about him. And I think for like Shinji coming from the place he does of like his shitty family and stuff like that, I think that like for me and Shinji that meant a lot to like know how they operate without him and how much they worry. And it was just a very sweet episode, I think. I was I was really I really loved it. Um, That's cute. Actually, change my answer. Favorite answer is the episode where Samar dies. <gasps> Tammy has left the no, chat. I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just Tammy kidding. is coming for I'm you. Just I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, sorry, Sammy. My favorite episode on the technical aspect, it is definitely the finale because I'm very proud of uh, music, sound effects, and um. You cannot see it because I resolved all those problems before. Yeah. Uh, but basically, the, the amount of problem solving I did for that structure to work. So that I was very pleased with. But overall, I think my favorite would be probably episode 11, which is the episode where Elio is captured, has the um, interrogation with Joan, which I loved writing. And shout out to Emma, who is an amazing actress. Uh, fucking amazing actress, Jesus. Ridiculous. And also, I got to design the first big mm. spell, the exorcism, which I think to this day is my favorite. I, I just love that episode. We get a bit of everybody. We get uh, you and Asher. We get Tammy and Samar. We get Elio Joan in a big fucking spell. Mm. I like that episode. Speaking of spells, that actually brings us into another another audience question, which is uh, why that like specific poem for Asher's spell? I, I believe this is referring to is it the is it the final or is it episode uh, fourteen? Yeah, it's the the the, right? um, the Kublai Khan the Kublai Khan poem. Poem itself is a poem by Samuel Coleridge, if memory serves right, and he allegedly wrote that poem in an opium induced state of. He was lit. He was turned out, basically. Uh, and he, he tunnel vision on that image of the Kubla, of Kublai Khan's palace. 
in the actual poem, he goes on to describe all the marvels and mystery of that of that place with the emphasis on that feeling of wonder. And a couple of things. He did not release that poem for many, many years. And when he did, people were like, this, this is nothing. This means nothing. This is just poetry for the sake of poetry, which brought up the question, does poetry has to be about anything? And for that reason, I think it's, it's kind of the perfect poem for a spell from the dusk path. Because, as Shinji say in the episode, the rhyme don't matter as much as what they mean to the spellcaster. They're just a way to channel that power. I mean, this, you know, this is the smart reason. The real reason is that when I was like 12, I saw the movie Sanctum and they mentioned that poem. Like, they say it a couple times. And it's been stuck in my head for 10 fucking years. And now I can finally get it out. Amazing, amazing. Uh, you know, <laughs> speaking of spellcasters, uh, Tammy, what's your favorite spellcaster in Dungeons & Dragons 5e? <laughs> oh, so... I'm going to be playing a sorcerer soon. Oh, she was fucking ready. Yeah, no. Child, please. I'm ready for these questions. I know what I'm saying, I think. What was I saying? <laughs> yes. So I'm going to play a sorcerer soon. Um, and I'm playing a divine soul sorcerer. So I get to also heal people whilst also blowing stuff up. So yeah. At the same time as I, you know, set people on fire, going to be healing people at the same time, maybe. Yeah, I'm a healer, but... Yo, oh. Sorry, speaking of a gun, she's going to have a gun. Like, <laughs> she's going to have a giant staff as a sorcerer, but it turns into a gun. <laughs> so, you know, she's going to help her friends with the power of friendship and this big ass gun. That is so fucking anime. I'm so down. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm just going to throw it out there. If I, I, we don't still have a, I don't think we still have a Patreon anymore. Uh, we do but not. I don't know if we can still set goals or anything, but like, I don't know. If this episode gets like, I don't know, it's a weird number. 500 listens. I don't know, whatever. If people want it, I would so love to DM uh, a, a D&D episode with Tammy, Sammy, and uh, and uh, uh, the, the lovely voice of Samar. Kautar. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, fan favorite. Yeah. So if people want that, make that happen. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. I suck at D&D. I suck No, so no bad. one sucks. No one okay. sucks at D&D. Well, well, but after reading everything you've ever written, Sammy, you do not suck at D&D. You would love, I'm sorry, you would be so no. good at it. You have no idea. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll move on to the next question. Uh, and Tammy, I'd love to hear your answer about this first. Yeah. Uh, so what was everyone's hardest line scene or episode to deliver? Okay, well, originally I thought I had to do a Jamaican accent. Wait, what? Uh, Haitian accent, actually. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you did. You voiced the grandmother. Holy shit. I literally spent like a couple of hours listening to different Haitian people speak and like figure out how the language happened and like the history behind it. It ended up being like a weird deep dive into the history of like Haitian culture and people. Um, but that's in terms of like actual technically difficult. Yeah, it's actually really interesting. Um, and that Sandy is a real thing. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> hello. Yeah, somebody should make a podcast about it. But that. in terms of like emotionally difficult things to do, like scene to do was Talia being possessed and dancing. And I keep thinking about it. Like the idea that somebody is locked in their own body. And even though they have to smile, they are crying inside and it just like it's one of those things where it's like wow this hit way too deep about like other things and i'm not possessed by anybody thank goodness but it was just like in some situations it kind of feels like you are smiling for everybody but no one sees that you're actually like crying and stuff inside so doing that scene i had to sort of mentally get into that headspace and it was really sad so i found that challenging in that way 
if that's if that's what you mean. I mean, you nailed it. It was just so good. Yeah. Personal trauma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sammy, what about you? Weirdly enough, not the finale. Because for some reason, I can fake sadness pretty easily. I do not know why. Sounds like a sociopath. But it, no, generally, like it just doesn't affect me at all. But I know exactly like what voice to take, etc. Et I don't know if it's good objectively, but like it's really not hard. Actually, no. Episode um, episode eleven again, because you have the exorcism, which is and and the aftermath specifically so tragic and desperate. And I know I just said like I usually I'm pretty fine with that, but I feel like I could never hit quite that note of pure because I've never had anything as traumatic happen to me. So uh, I could conceptualize it, but it's one of the few things in a podcast at which at no level I could relate to. Like I've never even lost anyone I'm close to in my life. Yeah, it it was particularly hard to try and get into that mindset. And also during the interrogation, to have this back and forth with Emma. Emma fucking steamrolled me in that scene. Like, she is, like, she nailed her character. And I had to do so many takes myself to, like, kind of be, try to even, like, reach that level. So, yeah, that was that was hard. What about you? Yeah, I think, uh... I think maybe my... I think maybe the hardest one for me was... Episode 3 was Shinji's first episode. Yeah, you have a lot of shit to say that episode. Yeah, because that was, you know, I mean, it was, it was the first episode I recorded for the show. So, and it's the first time, you know, I've, I've done any level of, like, air quotes professional voice voice acting. Oh, air quote. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean, you bitch. He said, this production, amateurs. Final audience question for the time being, which once again is mainly a, a Sammy question, is how did you like make the sound effects for the show, and and what was your favorite sound effect? Proved it off YouTube, baby. <laughs> Honestly, like nine ninety percent of it is straight up uh, YouTube free sound effects slash free sounds for some of them. Free sound is not that good. Uh, there's a lot of really good stuff on YouTube, especially if you can just layer it, manipulate it a bit, you can you can find pretty much anything and then make the rest, like modify the rest. For some specific sounds, what I tend to do, I, I, I don't know, I tend to remember, I tend to find certain sounds very satisfying, whether well executed, whether it's sound effects in animated show, movies, trailers, whatever. So I tend to remember that kind of stuff, I bookmark it. And then when I want to create something similar, I try, I basically just replay it again and again and again and again. And I try to discern like which different elements they used. And from that on, I can start looking for different sound effects to use, layer, slow down, modify, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so mo- for example, Joan's last spell, the, the scream, I did exactly what I just said, but just repeated a trailer from uh, a video game again and again when they have that like rise uh, intention and then the, the complete drop and the explosion. And I tried to recreate that as closely as I could. And I'm just so proud of that one. I love it. It's so satisfying. Well, thank you for everyone who sent in uh, questions for us. Um, you know, if you uh, had a question, maybe didn't get to ask or whatever, um, Sorry, shit out of luck. Maybe catch us uh, at the end of season two. Yeah, too fucking late. Savage. Uh, but once again, thank you everyone once again for sending in whatever questions you might have had and for, you know, your just <laughs> audience support really means a lot to us. 
but we're going to do something a bit different. We all have some secret questions for each other. Um, these are just questions mm -hmm. that we are just going to drop on each other on the spot without any um, pre-context or anything like that. So. Yeah, Tammy, what's the mass of the sun? Seven. <laughs> At least. To get us started, I was going to ask a question for Tammy. So my secret question for Tammy is this. It's kind <clears throat> of a two-parter. Um, it's more of a comment. What was your first impression and like first interaction with Sammy? And the second part of this is how did he recruit you for the oh, show? Oh, how did we meet Sammy? Oh, I think I said something. We met at LFA. Oh, well, Sammy, we... am I asking you? Oh, go. Okay. Yeah. No, that was after I met you because I remember saying to you, Tam, I like your pink hair. That's new. So I think what happened, because I remember it was more like Sammy was added into a conversation I was having with somebody and I was being unnecessarily extra. And I do this thing where I slip into like a weird American person who isn't what I normally sound like. Like Talia's voice is pretty much how I sound like normally. So very English, very Southern. But I think I was making a joke about something with a friend and Sammy was there and, and it just wound into something that I couldn't, I couldn't stop making Sammy laugh about whatever I was saying. And then afterwards, I was like, yeah, this guy, this guy's cool. Like he thinks I'm hilarious. And you know, if I never see him again, I never see him again. Like, psh, that's it. Um, Is it just, uh, did we just do a fucking Valley Girl accent? Cause that happens a lot. Possibly. I remember it went on for a very I'm long Callie time. I'm Kelly from the Valley. It went on for a very Hi. long time. I, I know that much. Oh my God. It's um, such a vibe. The thing is, I actually used to live in the Valley for like a year. So in California, so it was one of those. Wait, are you, did you actually live a year there? Yeah, I lived in, I lived in California for two years. I did a master's in, in, at USC. And so I lived in California. Yeah, I lived in California for, <laughs> for two years. Wow, how was that? Uh, it was really nice. Actually, it's really weird to be at a university that has been used on so many films. And so you walk around and you're like, dude. <laughs> Damn. You contain uh, multitudes. I really do. I'm really old. Like, I'm 150 years old, dude. Like, Doesn't look a day over 85. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> but sorry. Going back to the question. Um, but, yeah, I think after that initial, like, seeing Sammy making, like, joking around with him for, like, a bit, not fully, like, talking to him. It just became a thing recurring that happened occasionally. Um, the last time I saw him before he asked me to do this was at a friend's birthday party um, where we just, you know, did the same thing. We just made fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you. That was that was my secret question. Anybody else dying to ask? All right. I have, I have a question for each of you. So let's start off with Shinji, shall we? Because it's kind of it's kind of a shared question. I don't know why I started to do this anyway. Um, so. We, we can all kind of agree that Shinji from the get-go has had like the saddest life. Like apart from Elio who- Yeah, I got, I got, I got fucking genocide. What the fuck? Yeah, but that's like, that's a one day thing. Oh my like God. Shinji has been- <laughs> Tell me, shut the sad fuck. Sad boy from day, since he was born. <laughs> no, but like, let's be perfectly honest. Shinji's life, far sadder than all of us. Let's just, let's be honest. Right? So, oh, wait, shit. He did go through like a fucking massacre. I am deranged. Genocide, genocide's not like sad. Genocide's like a tragedy. You know, that's like a different scale. You know? You say those words, but I don't think you know what they mean. I'm American, so you're probably right, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, my question for you is if you could go back in Shinji's life, at any point in Shinji's life, hard life of a boy with brittle bones. Um, who was not loved by his family, what would you, when would you go back to and what would you tell him? Man, that's such, so wait, really, really quick question. Is this 
if me to me Tibet could go back, or if Shinji could no, go if back. you Tibet could go back and um, my immediate response would be the night that he boinked Asher. Uh, I would just suddenly apparate in the bathroom and be like, "Look, man, you got to get back in there. Your time it's super short. You got, you know, you're trying to leave in like half an hour, but you you got another hour here that you can you can rock on. So so get back in there and, and make some shit happen." Um, <laughs> Two things: one, she said like before he even leave Japan. Two, you're like you know the the night where like you could have really helped your friend. Just lean into it. I, in actuality, I think um, you have went back in time and said you're gonna fuck that guy. <laughs> you're gonna fuck him, like no, not even not even you're gonna say you gotta, you gotta listen to me, listen to the me, you is, gotta. I respect um, it. In actuality, I think I think Shinji probably went through what I think most people go through in their adolescence, which is there's one night. It's always like a night. There's one night where you really break like hard. You know, it's like bad things kind of happen kind of accumulated but there's one night where maybe nothing like significant happens that night but you're just kind of dealing with the the weight and the toll of everything you've gone through and i think i tibet would sit down and basically share my philosophy on life and this is not bullshit this this isn't a horseshit i'm trying to pull or trying to sound extra this is like <clears throat> kind of my main code of living life which is basically there's no true change you gotta fuck that guy yeah you gotta fuck that guy uh <laughs> there there's no there's no true change or self-evolution without pain or suffering and that you have to use that pain and suffering to build yourself up instead of allowing it to tear yourself down and I would just have a moment with Shinji when he was dealing with with all of that, the height of that, and just say, hey, don't ignore it, don't fight it, acknowledge it, and allow it to be part of you, and realize how you're going to move forward from this. You know, I don't think that would have changed anything for him as a character. I think he would still be <clears throat> mopey, just, you know, mopey, fun, silly, and overall fragile Shinji. Uh, but I think it would have... I think it would have maybe brought some of that resilience that he didn't have until he met until he met his lovely great friends. Um, mm. But yeah, that, I guess I guess that would be my answer. Oh, that's pretty that's sweet. sweet. That's actually really nice. All right, m my question for Sammy. Uh, so my question for Sammy, and because you are literally the only person who could probably answer this, Elio, sweet sweet large fellow Elio, is a himbo. Let's let's not lie. He's a himbo. He's a big, sweet, softy that looks like if he punches you in the face, it's going to hurt like hell. Right? At what point did he become that? Because I kind of get the feeling that Elio was like, probably like a normal 10-year-old and then just hit 11 and all of a sudden he's six foot four, jacked as hell. Like, is... How, how, did, how did Elio become tattoo-wearing, cig cigarette-smoking... Sweetie pie with a golden heart. Like, how did that happen? I mean, the boring answer is that it will probably be a gradual change. The tattoo we know happened at once. His mother probably knows his smokes actually, but just pretends she doesn't because it's a it's a losing battle and she knows it. Uh, I mean, she's dead now, so it doesn't matter. He has reason enough to smoke. Uh, 
And I think he was... Yeah, because I, I, I do hint at it episode 12, I believe, when I say, like, he mentioned a girlfriend that broke his heart when he was 15. So I think he was kind of always like that. And having a mother who was a witch and, like, was really good with words and very discerning of emotions, I think she really helped him to stay in touch with that and be open to those emotions and be a softie. Hold on. Just a quick question. How old is, yeah. is Elio? 23. What? Yeah, I first of all, he feels like he should be like 27. But second of all, Elio gives I me vibes of someone yeah. who's like 17 years old and like getting stick and pokes from his buddies while like drinking half a bottle of vodka in their like garage. You've ever met people like I've met people like that? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like people that. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, no, I feel that. I do, honestly overall I do agree that I should have made all of them a tiny bit older. Like twenty seven feels like a good uh age for Elio. No, shit. Should... Honestly, the one I re- Sorry? Shinji baby. <laughs> yeah, which I'm not happy with that. <laughs> like I don't I don't I don't mind it, but like in my mind he is always a bit more I mean he fu- he 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 fucks. He fucks, man. He, like... fucks. he kills people. <laughs> he kills people in fuck warlocks. He's not he's not a soft boy. It's like it's funny to me to call him a soft boy, but like uh yeah, dude's got a professional ancestral murderer in him <laughs> tammy which character annoyed you the most <laughs> i didn't he wasn't annoying but he's not annoying he's actually he's not annoying because he's his say his name it's um it's the the, the mentor oh I, leo no my my mentor the guy who mentored oh malik me. malik 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 gotcha 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 yeah yeah, yeah. So Malik isn't annoying, but he just, he was like, everything about a guy I hate that like, no, 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 I know better than you, but I'm going to make you feel like shit till you realize I know better than you. I'm just like, I hate you, but I understand why you're doing this because yeah, she's being a little shit and she needs to be put in a place. But at the same time, boy, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you so hard because you annoy me. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> and you tried. Honestly, current current Talia would would body slam. But it's um, not Malik. Talia though. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like m- how I kind of view Talia's possessions is it's not her and it stops being her choice the moment Sam D has more and more control and so she's more reacting based because he tells her to react this way. So yeah. Tibet. Yeah, what do you think Shinji would think of you? I think um <clears throat> I think Shinji would uh immediately be uh, uncomfortable around me because my overly <laughs> energetic and optimistic nature um okay in the way that i'm like yeah hi it's so nice to meet you my name's Tibet. isn't everything sunshine and also kind of sad but great you know i think he would be sick of me almost immediately um but then i think that um i like to think i'm a good listener and also very good at pestering um introverts so if I see an introvert I like, uh, I'm going to hop on that train and, and drive them nuts till they talk to me. Uh, you know, it's that kind of, uh, what's the saying? Um, introverts don't find extroverts. Extroverts adopt introverts. Uh, I think that would be very much yeah. our relationship where basically he would not be into me whatsoever. And then I would make us into friends. And, and then I think we'd be good pals. Um, and I have a fear of heights, but I'd let Shinji, uh, take me for a flight, you know, that'd be fun. 
I also, I have one last thing for us before we do our outro. Uh, it's a quick flash game. Do not think too long about it for the sake of um, using kinder language. I have renamed this childhood game that I'm sure we've all played. So speed questions. Don't think about it too long. We're going to play wed, bed, or dead. Why? Why would you uh, This is like... Yeah, I, this I, is fuck Mary kill. Yeah, I know, but I'm. If you think I'm gonna bleep all the fucking swear word I used, you're wrong. No, no, it's just more. I just like fuck Mary kill seems like really aggressive, and I think like our brand's like aggressive, but not like that aggressive. So it's 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 wed better. It's like dead. I don't want to put that energy into the world. Okay, well, wed better dead. Uh, we're gonna start with Sammy. Wed better dead. Shinji, Elio, or <laughs> Tamar. Oh no, don't do that. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. I can't kill any of them. This is horrible. Um, bed Elio. Oh no. Wed Samar and kill Shinji by default. Yeah. Well, no, Samar wasn't one. It was, it was, uh, it was Talia. Sorry, I misspoke. Sorry, not Samar, Talia. Oh, okay. It's, it's our three main cast. Elio, Shinji, uh, and Talia. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Oh, this changes things. Apparently, this changes things. It does. I'm going to have to kill Talia. She's a bit too much right now. Like, I just, you know, ooh, I don't want to deal with that. It's, ooh, you know, there's a, that's a good it's... one. Get possessed a couple of times. Yeah, I'm going to have to kill Talia. <sighs> and then, well, then I think wed Elio, bed Shinji. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, mine is mine is pretty. I'm sorry, mine is pretty close to yours because mine is <laughs> obvious. Mine is very much uh, uh, marry my own character, marry Shinji, bed Elio. Uh, We're all I'm just sorry. a bunch of narcissistic fuck, and we hate Stitalio. Yeah, it's true. But here's my thing. Here's my <laughs> it's thing. It's true. <laughs> I would like to say. I would like to say. I would like to make one thing clear, which is that Talia is on my kill list however the reason why talia's on my kill list is not because i want them dead but because i want an honorable goddamn fight you know like <laughs> tammy wed better wed better dead shinji elio talia go go so, ahead kill talia yeah i think here's the thing right so I know that sounds gonna sound really mean, but Talia is technically supposed to be dead anyway so i'm just <laughs> she has to die like it She's meant to be dead. So it just makes sense. Um, I guess I... I guess I would sleep with Elio because as far as I'm concerned, he marries Samar and that's just canon that I'm not going to mess with. Um, but I would definitely marry Shinji because sweet boy that he just needs someone to just sit in a room with and we're going to have quilts and we're going to... I'm, I'm so sad that we all killed <laughs> we all decided to to dead talia She's but dead anyway. uh hope we don't get backlash that okay round two are you ready wed bed or dead sammy samar asher and marcus uh i mean yeah wed samar bed asher kill marcus Ooh, Tammy. No, asher dies asher immediately as an option dies fuck him he's a dickhead um <laughs> I'm sorry, but nah. What do he do to you? He's my boyfriend. Leave him alone. Yo, he manipulated. <laughs> uh, you know what? 
You know what? Just I know, I know my boy Shinji loves him, but at the same no, time, that him. boy is a manipulative son of a bitch. Kill him. He's dead. As far as I'm, he's dead to me. Yeah, that's fair. Oh my god, I would. Uh, sorry, baby. I would only fuck Asher because you know already done it once. Already done it. Done. We're good. We can be friends. I've uh, been there, done that. Fuck Asher. Marry Marcus, because Marcus is, like, low-key my favorite goddamn character. I love a character that relies only on luck and is just, like, so into their tuition. Like, yeah, I would marry that guy in a heartbeat. And, yeah, kill Samar. She's already dead. What the fuck else? <laughs> like, Dude, it's too soon. Too soon. They're all fucking idiots. You're all, you're all, nobody, nobody, nobody listens to this, to this goddamn podcast. Nobody, listen, nobody, okay. nobody, yeah, nobody understood what Mark, like the warning about Marcus. Marcus's luck is not yours. If you're crossing the street well, and a car is coming, you will get hit. Possibly. We don't know that. That's true, but also, I just, I think he's so hot, you know, like the confidence. Yeah, it's the confidence. Yeah. It's 100% the confidence. Yeah. Oh, I wanted man, to do like, so much more with that character. Fucking cover me in butter and like slide Whoa. me. I'm ready to go down that slip and slide <laughs> called Marcus. What kind of fucking um, wedding? <laughs> like. <laughs> Wait, that's a wedding? You said wed. Sorry. Cover me in butter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that might have been my bad. Okay, that's true. Because uh, I just want to spend the rest of my days with... Well, fucking implied if you're married. Okay, next one. Sammy. <laughs> Last one. Uh, Sammy. Wed, better, dead. Baron. The Baron. Joan. Or June, our lovely Kitsune from Sinji's solo episode. Oh, I actually love June. Yeah, she's so sweet. I know. She was, she's she was one a of... deep cut. Yeah, yeah, she's one of my favorite characters for some reason. Oh, one, because like she kind of came in as a surprise. Like In the script, I was like, there's something missing. Uh, so she's one of my favorite thing about this story, is that she just came naturally, and I, I had her idea in mind instantly. She was great. Um, I would kill Joan. I would yeah. probably... Yeah, you sleep with the Baron. Come on. You gotta. Yeah, you sleep you with gotta. the party, boy. Fucking that god of the sense. party, god of... Yeah, you sleep... You fuck the Baron all day, every day. Uh, and okay. probably marry June, because she's pragmatic. She's... Honestly, she, I don't know. She's, she's a bad bitch. She's cool. Mm. It's fair analysis. Uh, Tammy, wed better dead. The Baron, Joan, or June? Joan dies. That's just a given. I guess sleep with the Kitsune woman? Um... But I'm already married to the Baron anyway, so yeah, that's it's gonna suck. But uh. yeah, one of my favorite like the thing. Once we get to you know uh, make season two, hopefully, one of the thing I'm very excited to explore is uh, Talia and the Baron properly. Okay, so I'm gonna hit you with a weird one, which is obviously God. I gotta marry you. Cause she is so sweet, fox lady. She's great. Gotta marry her, partner for life. I would kill the Baron, honestly, cause he is like he's fine, but he's also just, just I feel like he just fucks Tali up way too much for me to like condone his behavior. We are bad friends. But honestly, more so, more so than, 
more so than killing the Baron, honestly, it's less about killing him and more about fucking Joan. Because I want to just throw some thoughts oh out there. Oh my god, I know exactly where you're going with this and I hate you for it. You know, you know she's kinky, yeah, though. You know she, you know she has some weird sex. And I'm down with this that. Sucks. Because is... This entire <laughs> podcast was a mistake. This... <laughs> You heard it here, folks. <laughs> and, and, and the, uh, another I hate thing, y'all. Another thing. I hate y'all so just, much. You know she's kinky. And also, I don't think I've, like, I fell in love with Joan in our final scene. I was the one that had to, but yeah, but, like, I fucking hated Joan because of Asher and all of that. And, like, I had my own personal beef. But I was the one that had to record <laughs> the closing for our season finale, which, thank you for the honors. But also, that scene with Joan. I did not know it was coming. I had no fucking clue. And after reading that final scene with Joan where she's like in the boat and she fucking splits the boat, basically, I was like, holy shit, that is so hot. Like, can can your girlfriend break that boat in, in half? I don't fucking think so. Tammy just left the fucking chat. <laughs> Tammy said, y'all gonna fuck a witch? I'm out. I'm out. That was really weird. I think it's I think it's time we wrap this up and book an appointment with a therapist because yes Jesus. please book appointment with a therapist mental health is very important uh, important no you time. you specifically oh, this is not a PSA oh, this a, is an I, intervention oh not PSA <laughs> I should get a therapist because I want to fuck a hot witch that can break a boat okay I can see how it is okay um but seriously uh thank you for listening I mean look um. You've listened to this show, a full season, 15 episodes of it now. You've heard me uh, do my emotionally intense Shinji voice, and I'm going to take a moment to be emotionally serious and say, hopefully I speak for everyone that has been a part of this team to say, thank you so, so much. We could not and probably would not have continued to have done this without you. Uh, the feedback and support we see on social media from Twitter to Instagram, uh, it, it, it is huge. The fan art is not only amazing, but it brings us so much more joy to be able to see the characters we play and see how you guys see them. It is, I, I, it's incredible. We're amateurs, but you guys have made us feel like professionals at home in this digital online space. And it's because of you that I think we want to keep making this show. And it's because of you that we're really excited to deliver our first season and to do this Q&A and we just you know we owe it all to you guys to the listeners I know that's super cheesy but thank you so much for your time your patience your listening through everything thick and thin uh and you know we love you guys so thank you so much for for watching Desperado Sammy Tammy do you guys have anything you want to say to all the people who have connected with the story and you know just are invested in it i just want to say thank you and thank you to sammy because this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't his idea it wouldn't have happened if he hadn't decided to put pen to paper and just create a world that is unbelievably fascinating there's never a dull moment and yeah i can't wait for a season two season three i say looking directly into the camera at sammy's face and then of season four, because we got to go to Japan now. Because oh, yeah. now we gotta need, I need to, you know, redeem myself for not knowing who June is. My, my, the, the joke I could not wait for was to call season two Spiritual Boogaloo and then season three Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Dude, let's do oh, it. Oh my God, Sammy, I demand, I'm sorry, I will demand this mm -hmm. of you. And I think the audience will agree. 
we deserve, not want, we deserve an anime beach episode. Oh, 100%. We deserve our beach episode. 100%. We need time away. If season two does not open with a beach episode, I will fucking lose my mind. Well, lose uh, it. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> I'm gonna go mental. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to this madness of a Q&A. It's been so fun to just kind of talk tipsy with our lovely cast. Yeah, yeah, just cut the podcast. Dead ass. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs>